hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You never count your money. And that's it. That's all I'm going to oh, give you guys as we go. You're just going to let it go. Yeah. Everybody, I could have gone through the entire course and then I wouldn't know where to go. But everybody, welcome to the Sour Mash podcast. Of course, I had to throw in a little bit of Kenny, uh, RIP, uh, Kenny Rogers. The most important thing that's going on in America right now are, is, are you is Kenny, Rogers that, that Kenny Rogers untimely passing. to fold him? I think he... He finally knew when to fold them. Yeah, he said, "I'm not." He said, "I'm not going through all this stuff that's going on." So he, yeah, he he packed it in. But yeah, R.I.P. Kenny. Of course, like I said, most important thing that's going on right now. Uh, nothing else. Nothing else is different. Yeah. The world is exactly the same. Well, last time <laughs> we talked and did this podcast, Dylan was remote because we were testing out these capabilities, and we kind of started things off joking about we're in quarantine and now fast forward about two weeks later we're actually in quarantine and we're actually did we do this what's that did we do this we might have did we we might have willed this upon the world we, i think we may have done that yeah oh my god so we're the crew's a little different today because this is a a special edition of the sour mash podcast we're, we're kicking off the sour mash 16 um we're, we're without actual basketball, actual March Madness this year. So we're, we're going to do our best to fill the void by uh, doing a, a 16 bourbon blind tasting bracket like we've done for the past two years. And since mm-hmm. our third taster, Danielle, is currently indisposed, unable to consume alcohol because she's with child, my child, in fact, um, we are joined oh. all the way from the Windy City by Quincy Kendall, longtime friend of the podcast. Thanks for having me. Long time urban bro. And uh, he's going to join us throughout these proceedings. He has graciously shipped a lot of samples from his collection to enter into the field. Uh, It's about half and half, I would say, from down here and up there. And uh, yeah, he's going to be the the third taster along with me and Dylan. So Quincy, say hi to everybody. Yeah, introduce yourself, everybody. Yeah, I'm uh, sitting in my dining room here up in Chicago. Nothing to do, so... Happy to be here. Happy to be a part of this. Uh, super excited. I think, like I was saying, we have a good lineup, good matches coming your way. We do. Uh, and uh, lucky to be here. So we still haven't quite sussed out exactly how we're going to do the blind tasting portion. But last week, I think it was Thursday, Quincy texted me and said, we got to get these things out. I think we're going into <laughs> lockdown. so we both kind of sprinted to get all these samples poured and get to fedex to to get it out before the national guard stopped packages from coming in and out of chicago it didn't quite happen like that but that's what we were afraid of to to be fair while all this happened you know the kentucky legislature did pass a law that said you could ship ship alcohol in the mail so that's that's become a really good uh, positive of all of this uh 19 stuff well a distillery or a distributor can ship alcohol. I don't think I can it, ship alcohol. Toma- tomato, tomato is what I say. You know what? If they want to stop us in the mail like that, so be it. But there are more important things. So sure. before we get to the bracket, which is the, the primary reason that we're all here and why everybody's listening at this point, I want everybody to talk about what they've been doing to pass the time in quarantine. Quincy, what are, you, what are you guys up to in Chicago? You and Kelly, I've seen some good apps, maybe some cocktails. Oh, yeah. We started happy hour 
every day just to keep our sanity. Five o'clock <laughs> somewhere. Uh, so we make a, a cocktail out of our, we're using the Cocktail Codex book right now from Death and Company. It's a good some good recipes. Nice. Uh, and then we're trying to pair the appetizer uh, in kind of the same style of where the, the spirit comes from, I guess. And uh, what was a lot of fun. Uh, today we haven't done it yet. I oh, think I think we've just had all time. Kirkland's on. There Kirkland! Think. Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. <Yeah. laughs> um, I think we're going to take a day off today. We've just, we've been doing it every day and it's starting to, to get a little intense, I guess. Yeah. It's hard not to just drink. Yeah. It's like I mean, people are either going to, gonna, yeah, people are either going to come out of this like completely sober and in shape or just like pure drunkards, like can't yeah. function without it. And I'm, I'm leaning towards the, the second part there. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to get back on, on task. Dylan, what about you and Kate? Uh, so th- yeah, Kate and I have been catching up on some shows. Um, actually right before we, uh, came on here, we were outside working on our short game. Uh, we were, uh, chipping in the backyard. Oh, nice. We had a, we had a little golf hole set up. We have a, we have a game. It's almost like a cornhole game, but with chipping that's on the way. Uh, and we couldn't wait for it, so we just oh, went man, ahead and started awesome. playing in the backyard. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find a way yeah, to, uh, to spend some time. We just got this courtyard. Which yeah, is cool, same. But it's not very functional. Well, this came with like this comes with like a little astroturf like chipping green, so you don't even need grass. Like it, it gives you that too. That's so. cool. Well, be careful playing sports in the backyard with Kate. Isn't that how you uh, <laughs> ruptured your Achilles about a year ago? That is how I ruptured my Achilles, almost like right at a year ago. So yeah, there there are stipulations on what I can and can't do. I can't do anything quickly. <laughs> so you know, if I ever need to do any cuts or anything like that, I, yeah, it's a no go. So I'm I'm taking it easy. Yeah, we She's were. In, I was actually with Quincy when we got that news. We were in Austin um, <laughs> right. after that wedding uh, at our Airbnb, getting ready to go out to dinner, and you texted and said you tore your Achilles. And I my, said, "Hey, I'm in the hospital." My first thought was not, "Is Dylan okay?" It was, "God damn it! Now I've got to do all the tours." You do all the tours. Hey, <laughs> it took a little bit of time, and then I, I ponied up and got on the scooter, and I I ran some. I ran a couple of tours on the scooter. Yeah. So we've been the same. I mean, watching TV. Uh, the weather sucked this past weekend, and Danielle can't drink, so we can't do like happy hours together or anything like that. But we've been making the most of it. I've been playing probably too much uh, poker online, um, mm. uh, passing the time like that. You guys have each pl- played a game with me, um, so it's been, yep. been just trying to do stuff for fun. But uh, it's it's a weird time, like you guys said before. We're without basketball, but thankfully we have bourbon. Thankfully we have drinking, and thankfully we have. The Sour Mash 16. So without further ado, should we get to the field? All right. So <laughs> one of my best memories as a kid with March Madness was always I'd sit there on Selection Sunday in my dad's house usually uh, with a TV tray, and I'd have a blank bracket. And I would go through, and I would fill out the bracket along with Greg Gumble and the boys as they announced it. So I encourage you at home, we'll post the bracket on social media. You'll be able to download it. But I encourage you to take a blank bracket and fill this out in pen as we go through. This should have been the year that we like pared it down like really simple. So that way people could be like, oh, I probably have this in my collection at home because I feel like 
But, but I mean, that wouldn't be true to the Sour Mash 16. Yeah, instead though. of doing that, we went the other direction. And we've got <laughs> 16 super specific bourbons. Um, only probably one in the field that you could go out and get today off two. You <laughs> might be able to get it delivered. Yeah, you could get it delivered. There you go, Dave. So um, everybody reach out to Quincy. He will ship it to you, the whole bracket. <laughs> exactly. Got plenty of sample bottles. <laughs> So we'll, we'll start in the top left, and it's the Lawrenceburg region, um, named after the, the overall seed, number one seed in the tournament, and that is the 2019 Four Roses Small Batch Limited Edition. And that was a, that was a special delivery from, uh, from Mr. Kendall up in Chicago. I've had a drink of this, um, but I, I'm not incredibly familiar with this expression. This is always one of my favorites every year so very much deserving of the number one seed um for those that are listening to this the first time the seeding is based on loosely on price uh not necessarily what our favorite is but the most expensive so that uh that, that 2019 four roses small batch limited edition is the number one overall seed in the lawrenceburg region thoughts gentlemen um, well i haven't had it this so. in a oh go ahead no, I was going to say, I haven't had this one, so uh, I'm I'm leaning on you all. I know that Four Roses always has a really strong showing um, with us here. So, uh, yeah, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Well, we did it in a blind tasting, and it didn't win against a bunch of other Four Roses. But it has 21-year-old whiskey in it, so uh, it should be promising. I think yeah, it's, a really, it's a really cool blend. I mean, just from like that 21... Um, all the way down to like an 11 year, like there's a, there's just like a really interesting, like mix of different four roses. I mean, most of the time when you see something on the shelf, you hit something like what, eight years old. It's hard, it's hard to find a lot of stuff that's over 10. Um, so yeah, promises to be pretty interesting. Yeah. A lot of age baked into it. 112.6 proof. Uh, as I was going through and, and, uh, putting the details together on this field, I noticed that, um, we got a lot of high proof going on here. Uh, <laughs> nothing under 100 in the entire field. Um, but speaking of Luckily, 100, the second uh, the second team or team, the second bourbon we're announcing the 16 seed has a tough matchup but could show well is Old Forester Rye, which came out for the first time last spring. Um, the first new mash bill that Old Forester put out in quite some time. It's a 65% rye mash bill and it clocks in at 100 proof. Um, this is a, I think this is for a 16 seed. This is going to be a tough out. And this is also the sleeper, man. The first rye that's ever been announced first in the rye. field. Maybe not the last, but yeah, this is breaking that, uh, that grain barrier that we talked about on the last podcast. And I think this is pretty cool just because of the price point to, uh, of it too. I mean, this is a $20 bottle. I mean, you can find this like anywhere. Um, 20 bucks. I remember the first one that we, we got, I think Andy, did you give this, did you give this to me for the, for a gift i think so yeah when it first came out yeah oh yeah and we fell in love with it i think it like we were all about the uh the old faux rye so um yeah i'd be interested to see how it, how it stacks up to the overall number one quincy is this stuff it's readily really... available in chicago yeah it's there's always like three or four on the shelves um it's something they keep in stock but you can tell it it moves quick um and it's a really weird nashville too um is it it's 65% rye, 20% malted barley, and only 15% corn. So that is very strange. You don't yeah. see that. It lends, yeah. It lends itself to being like in between a Kentucky rye, quote unquote, and like a true rye. 
Yeah. And yeah. the high amount of malted barley. Very mm-hmm. strange. Yeah, they say that the high amount of malted barley changes the mouthfeel. Which is Dylan's favorite word. <laughs> it's just, it's an awkward, it's an awkward thing to say. Kind of like voice. <laughs> exactly. It's a, bur- um, it's a bourbon lovers of moist. So there we go. <laughs> moving down the left side of the bracket, we've got that always kind of coin flip, the 8-9 matchup. And in the 8th slide, we've got the Peerless Bourbon. It's the inaugural release. Um, it's not a single barrel. Peerless does batches of the bourbon. But this is the first one that came out last spring, uh, early last summer. Clocks in at 109.8 proof, right at four years old. And then, of course, uh, Peerless is a sweet mash whiskey. And I got to say, I really like that stuff. Um, the eighth seed kind of comes from the price point, which is in the, the 50 to $70 range. But um, that th- this is a tough bracket, I think. Uh, I think that that one seed is going to have its its um, work cut, cut out for it to try to get through here. But uh, up against that peerless is the nine seed, the Maker's Mark, the RC6. This is uh, kind of on the heels of that, uh, that that previous Maker special release that came out where they're doing experiments with different uh, stave finishes. But this is finished in, with American oak staves uh, that were seasoned outdoors for 18 months and then toasted in a convection oven, coming in at 108.2 proof. Of course, that traditional Maker's weeded mash bill. Um, thoughts on this matchup, guys? This is uh, kind of the old versus the new here. A, a Maker's Mark classic versus Peerless, which is a very new entry to the bourbon game. Dude, uh, Maker's always has a strong showing in what we do. I mean, last year, of course, that barrel pick took it uh, took it down. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I think that it's always one of the – like, I'd actually be very surprised if Maker's doesn't move past the Peerless. I haven't tried the Peerless yet, but I've tried the Maker's. Um, it's not – I don't want to, like, go ahead and just say I don't like it, but I haven't tasted it blind, so – <laughs> but it, it wasn't what I what I was hoping for, so um, I'm pushing really for like the new the new guy. I had it um, <laughs> at the Bonnie Castle Club, and I, I it, it knocked my socks off. And I actually I think I compelled Quincy to open it because I told him I liked yeah. it so much, and then he was disappointed. And then he's like, "God, you made me spend money on this, you bastard!" <laughs> it was a Christmas <laughs> gift. I got it from uh, Kelly's parents. Yeah. Oh. Christmas. Yeah. So there we go. Good gift. It's like, damn, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still drink it, like it, at least. Sorry. So that's the, uh, the one sixteen eight nine, the Lawrenceburg region. We'll we'll get back to it when we summarize this whole thing at the end. But uh, moving down the left side of the bracket, in the, in the Louisville region, um, that's named after the five seed, uh, where that is bottled at least, and that is the the barrel batch twenty. And I could be wrong. I don't think that any of us have had this. Uh, I've got uh, a bottle of it, obviously. Haven't. Barrel is one of my favorite brands. Uh, it's something I've really taken to over the past couple of years. This one was highly regarded, but I wanted to put something in here that was going to be a totally new pour for everybody. Quincy, is that that's the case, right? You haven't tried the 20? Yeah, no, I haven't had this one. This is what I'm drinking right now, though. Nice. Can you see it? Yeah, we Ooh. didn't talk about Is that the 15 year? Yeah. Nice. So tell us, tell us about that. So they put out the, the Craft Spirits line, and the first year they put it out was two years ago, I think. And then that one, like Fred Minnick's best bourbon of the year, the 15 year old, it's from Kentucky and Indiana and Tennessee. But the, the barrel one is Kentucky and Tennessee, the 20 batch, right? Yeah. It's Kentucky and Tennessee and it's a hundred and got to pull this back up. 
106.7 proof. Um, I think actually, coincidentally, when on that same trip where we heard about Dylan's ruptured Achilles, uh, we did a grand. <laughs> Let's not keep bringing it up. It's a very traumatic <laughs> oh, experience. It's just. <laughs> We did a grand tasting of we drank like sixteen barrel expressions or something. Yeah. In honor of your injury. Yeah. I was, I appreciate that. At least you guys are I think I drank red wine that night after I got back. I was like, fuck it, let's get fucked up. Nice. So <laughs> what are you drinking right now, Dylan? Hmm. I have the uh the old Forester Prohibition, the one fifteen. Um, the first, the, the winner of the first sour mash. The winner of the first sour mash sixteen, yeah, and yeah, yeah, in honor of, um, yeah, this is the one that's in the decanter right now. So we're trying to kill it so we can put like the regular stuff in. Um, so you know, we we had a bottle of this. We're like, oh, let's throw it in the decanter. And then I was talking to my mom the other day uh, about just the whole quarantine thing, and she's like, oh, well, you guys have plenty of alcohol at home. And I was like, well, yeah, I don't know. We had to go up to the liquor store. She's like, why? And I was like, well, we didn't want to break into the good stuff unless we like have to. Right. So, you know, so you have to that's buy. When shit gets real bad. That's when it gets real. So we, you know, I was like, oh no, we bought like a liter of uh, Henry McKenna, just the regular Henry McKenna, and she just goes. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sipping on uh, this Weller Antique Silver Dollar pick. Uh, this, Ooh, that was solid. This is one I picked up a few years ago. It was actually an entry in the first Sour Mash 16. But the reason mm-hmm. I'm comfortable drinking on this now is because I got lucky, um, saw online right after he posted it. But in an effort to kind of keep some revenue in, Larry Rice from uh, the Silver Dollar and Pearl um he is selling all of his barrel picks right now oh uh, shit so he's just liquidating so right he's now liquidating his inventory of barrel selects so i i got there early on the list and was able to score another leader of uh the weller 107 pick also i got a weller foolproof pick and also while i was there i picked up oh. uh one of his knob creek picks from a couple years ago and also a, um, be, be careful how you pop also, you clean also, them out. also a russell's reserve so picked up his knob creek <laughs> no have you had, i have not had the weller foolproof um i really want to try that i tried it um in chicago actually it's pretty good, good. we tested it oh, next to William Larue weller it didn't quite stand up to that yeah didn't yeah, that makes sense. Oh, who, who's had, the barrel up again? Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say we've had, I've seen a few businesses do that up here as well, where they're, you know, getting rid of some of their allocated stuff. And, you know, they're charging near secondary for the stuff they don't want to get rid of too easily, you know? Yeah. But you can get store picks and stuff. Larry did, he charged secondary on some of it, like on the stag and the pappy expressions, but all the barrel picks he charged suggested or close to suggested retail. It was like 90 for the, the foolproof, 75 for the antique. I thought it was pretty fair. That's and pretty reasonable. That's not bad. To support yeah, for staff. sure. Uh, so Keep anyway, back to the bracket. Huge aside. There. Uh, that, the five There's seed, a lot of stuff going on. You know, it's not, we can't just ignore it. Right. <laughs> The five seed barrel batch twenty is up against the twelve seed, and this is one that I'm I'm kind of partial to. There's two that hold a special place in my. Can't body. hear you. Am I off? <laughs> I can hear you. Okay, but Quincy can't. Um, so I'm going to keep pushing through here for a second. It's the the twelve seed is the Knob Creek. It's the Bonnie Castle Club pick, the hundredth anniversary. 
Um, this stuff is phenomenal. It's 120 proof, 14 years old, and it's got a it's got a good pedigree. Um, last year, the new riff, the Fat Boys pick, made a a huge run all the way to the championship. Took out George T. Stagg. Uh, one of those quote unquote Fat Boys was Chad Clifton, who uh, was instrumental in picking this out. Who's been on this podcast? Who been on the podcast uh, before? Yeah, a couple of uh, of liquor worlds here in town. So. This is a, a great pick as a 12 seed. Uh, I'm partial to barrel also, but uh, if I'm picking a 12-5 upset, this is this is it. That's going to be it? Yep. Nope, I can, de- I can definitely see it. Chad uh, picks good barrels. I know that uh, that new riff that he picked was a big fan. I was a big fan of that one. So. That stuff's awesome. Now um, I had a little technical difficulty, but I think we recovered. Um, moving down <laughs> the Louisville region, uh, the number four seed, and, and this is an interesting one, um, the Little Book Chapter 3. This is obviously the third edition of Fred Noe's kind of pet project out of Jim Beam. This one's called no, Fred, The Road Home. This is technically, uh, so So just from my, my Jim Beam experience, I will tell you this is Little, this is little Freddy. This is his, uh, his expression. So this is after uh, Fred Noe Jr. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so Freddie No, this is kind of his first foray into creating a uh, creating a bourbon of his own. So in a, a book, of course, uh, an homage to Booker, I assume, right? Mm-hmm. But Booker, also, his yeah, his grandfather. Also, books that you read? <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> which is How many books have you read this year, Andy? What's that, Quincy? How many books have you read this year? I'm up to about uh, three quarters of one book. Nice. I'm only one quarter of the way through the year, so I'm I'm on pace to yeah. read my book. Plenty of time. <laughs> but the little book, chapter three, it's a blend of uh, nine year Knob Creek, nine year Basil Hayden, eleven year Bookers, and a twelve year Bakers. Uh, a little confusing here because three of those are the, the same mash bill, right? Um, uh-huh. And then obviously the Basil Hayden is the high rye, but. Um, you know, th- those, those have shown well. The Chapter 2 had some really old Canadian whiskey in it. So they're, they're doing interesting things with each of these releases. Um, excited to see how that shows in the tournament. Uh, that's going up against something we talked about and drank on the last podcast, which is the Larceny Barrel Proof. Uh, this is the mm-hmm. inaugural first batch, the A120. Um, and this came out, some single barrels of this came out about a year and a half or two years ago. But this is, uh, they're going to start doing this as a regular release. Um, of course, that's uh, Heaven Hill's weeded expression, Larceny, and that comes in at 123.2 proof. Uh, that little book is 122.6 proof. So that's going to be one that uh, that burns the palate a little bit. Yeah, but that, I mean, that Larceny does not taste foolproof like that, though. I, I'll tell you what, the little book, it when I first opened it, it was real hot. And really? the sample we have is from a bottle that's been opened for a little bit, so that might sway us. Just so we know. So that huh, that might yeah that might be interesting. That's going to be a real interesting matchup. That that region in a, a overall field of very high proof bourbons, uh, we've got 106.7, 120, 122.6, and 123.2 <laughs> in the Louisville region. It's the hot one. So the, yeah. the Louisville region is going to be. need a nap Yeah, we're going yeah, to burn all of our taste buds out. Can we do that? At, yeah, we're going to do that after work and after dinner. Yeah. <laughs> all right so that's the left half of the bracket now we're going to go up to the claremont region which is the top right 
And we'll start with the three seed, uh, another Jim Beam product. This is a Jim Beam heavy field, I noticed. Uh, and that's the Baker's 13-year single barrel. Um, this is one that I've sampled, but I'm not super, super familiar with. Uh, one of the special editions, the Jim, the limited editions that Jim Beam has come out with over the past year. But that's that's the three seed against the 14 seed, which is a Heaven Hill seven-year bottled in bond. Uh, of course, that's 100 proof. Um, we lost our Kentucky-only Heaven Hill bottled in bond uh, six-year a few years ago, and it was replaced mm -hmm. by this. They shipped it to other markets, and we can't find it here anymore. Uh, so this is one that Quincy had to pick up so in the, Chicago. So the Thanks white man in Kentucky for giving us this. <laughs> for, for giving it up. We gifted it to you. Yeah, uh, yeah so, and we got it uh, a pretty well stock of it, too. I see it on the shelves, like, regularly. So I've never seen it. Um, this is a, this is an interesting one because I'm – I, I like Bakers generally. We actually featured a couple of Bakers uh, on the podcast back in, I think, December. But this is yeah. uh, significantly the single proof. barrel. This is the 13-year single barrel, of course, 107 proof. Uh, and that's Jim Beam's main mash fill with the 77% corn against uh, that, that kind of new flagship Heaven Hill product. So that's uh, going to be an so, interesting matchup. Whoever emerged. Yeah. Go ahead, Dill. I was going to say, this one's going to be interesting for me. Because I think that, like, for me, at least, like, Baker's kind of presents itself a little bit more weeded for some reason. I don't know what it is. But, like, there's a lot. It's, like, very fruit forward. Uh, I don't know if the 13-year will be any any different. But I know that the 7-year also, like, usually has a lot of, like, cherry notes and things like that. You know, as opposed to something that's just, like, a straight Heaven Hill, like, really corn forward. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to taste these against each other. Yeah, and the, the Baker's in the uh, Little Book is only 12 years versus this 13-year, and it's single barrel, so there's probably a little bit of variation in the, the bottles of this uh, Baker's 13-year. We'll, we'll see. Plenty of uh, plenty of Jim Beam here. There's a, I think there's an opportunity we could get a all Jim Beam. No, we couldn't. We could get a Jim Beam championship, <laughs> though. Yeah. Uh, so Beam's doing some interesting stuff right now. I mean, are. so they're like – I think that I honestly think that like their Centauri influence has really pushed them to be a little bit more creative, um, which is a good it's a good thing. I mean, they had their flagship brands, but now they're really branching out. I agree. Um, so the the sixth seed in this bracket is a late entry. Um, this is one that I saw on the shelf, was just super intrigued by. I had to pick it up, and then happened to get a chance to try it out of a different bottle later in the same day. I was at a actually a one-year-old birthday party and somebody brought it and I, 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 I tested it out. Um, it's an old blue ribbon 12-year. Uh, and this is very, if you just look at the bottle, look at the language on the back, very nebulous kind of origins. Um, but you talk to some people that are maybe know what they're talking about and they say that it's Heaven Hill stock uh, that somebody bought at a young age held on to it for a while, and then ended up double-barreling it, so similar kind of finish to the Woodford Double Oaked. Uh, comes yeah. in at 100 proof, and I really, really enjoy this. I don't think either of you have tried it, but I'm very curious to no. see what you think when we do. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for that one. Um, and then that one uh, comes up against another personal favorite of mine, the 11C. This is a, a Russell's Reserve, the Funky Turkey Pick that we did last year. Uh, actually, the, the Monday after Derby, I went down to Wild Turkey. 
uh, documented on this here podcast with uh, Kenny Andrazi from Commonwealth Tap, some of the dudes from the Louisville Bourbon Club, Matt Curry and company, uh, Matt from the uh, from the Kentucky Spirits or what's it called? <laughs> The, the, uh, the Central Kentucky Central Kentucky Spirit Society. Society, sorry. Central Kentucky Spirit Society. This 107's uh, going to my head. Matt Geyer from there <laughs> and me went down to Wild Turkey and, and picked this out with Eddie Russell. Um, so very partial to this. I uh, really liked it. It's called Funky Turkey because it did come with kind of a, a funky taste. Um, That's what you're looking for. Yeah, you guys went for the funk. We did. We Didn't you have to convince everyone to pick this barrel? I, I, I think I kind of did. I don't know. I remember there was some debate. People were talking about like, oh, this one's going to appeal to more people. And my argument was we're only getting like 115 bottles of this. We don't need to appeal to that many people. We need to get something that's cool and unique. And that's what we ended up going with. Um, and that's why it's still readily available at any Commonwealth. <laughs> <laughs> this is long, long gone. I've got an extra bottle. Uh, it, it, it turned out to be a really good pick. Uh, it's sitting here as the 11 seed in a tough bracket, but um, you know, I, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I like its chances to maybe make some noise. Um, thoughts on that region, guys? Uh, we got the Bakers, the Heaven Hill at the top, and then Old Blue Ribbon versus um, the the Russell's Funky Turkey at the bottom. I just automatically put the Heaven Hill seven year out of contention i just i don't think it's going to stand up to the field you don't like it you said but. it tastes like circus peanuts <laughs> yeah. oh god no it now it's just like stuck oh, in my head like i'm just gonna have to get used like get ready for it it uh no I mean, I, it, it, <clears throat> it's it's what the old stuff was at a higher price point i feel like just an extra uh, a year of age so it's not you know you know compete with the big boys um yeah that's time I'm really curious about that old blue ribbon. I think that one has a fight and chance. It drinks a lot older than it is because of that the second barrel finish. Um, I think that you'll be you'll be surprised that it's only 12 years, uh, and it's pretty well balanced too. I, now that I is the the sole member of the selection committee here, I'm kind of um, questioning whether or not I should have put it up against the the funky turkey, which I'm also. Funky I was going to say the fun, the funky turkey is going to be a hard out. I think that's I think that's a pretty solid you know someone who's had it. Like I'm I'm a real big fan of that one. Me too. Me too. Uh, so anyway, finally uh, down to the bottom right of the bracket, we've got the Anderson County region. Um, the seven. Why did you pick Anderson County? Because I I I have an issue with that. I, I, if there was one, as someone who came from the country, there's one soccer team that i hated playing more than anything and the people that i hated more than anything it was anderson county i hope no one here is listening from anderson county but like if you are listening and you're from anderson county you can fuck yourself <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, wow bold statement that's a very bold statement um well now I'm just, I'll explain. i had a lot of issues with anderson county in, in high school soccer okay all right point taken being being a black man in anderson county is not easy okay all right. I'm sorry. I have no idea what you guys are you, talking about. You triggered me. You triggered me, Andy. I'm sorry. Counterpoint. I've been triggered. I chose it because I named each region after um, one of the top seeds in the region. And I don't want to spoil it right now, but the number two seed 
uh, comes from Wild Turkey, which is in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. And there's already a Lawrenceburg divit or region uh, at the top because that's also where Four Roses is made. So I chose Anderson County because that's the county that Lawrenceburg is in, but it's also the namesake of a uh, barrel finished stout that uh, was made that's finished in wild turkey barrels. Ah. Okay, I accept your reasoning. I did not know don't that, like... that there were a bunch of racist assholes in Anderson County. Still don't like those people. It's fine. You just alienated <laughs> all of our Anderson County <laughs> listeners. Well, I'll double down. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so the Anderson County region, uh, the seven versus ten matchup. We've got the Four Roses small batch select. So this is the second Four Roses small batch in the field, but I, I don't have a problem with it because uh, I, th this is something that came out last year, knocked my socks off. Uh, the first kind of new regular release that Four Roses has put out in a long time, uh, six to seven year old non-chill filtered. Um, it's a blend of six of their six of their ten expressions: the V, the K, and the F yeast, uh, with both mash bills. Um, 104 proof, and and that definitely one of my favorite products that I tried all year last year. That is up against the latest edition of Stag Junior, which I have not tried yet. Uh, the batch 13. Stag Junior. That's a lower seed. Yeah, it's a ten seed. The Stag Junior. It's a man. Tough, it's a tough matchup, man. The that's a hell of a tough match. The seven ten, man. That's yeah. That's like the the Cinderella pick. That's a coin flip. Um, <laughs> but the Stag Juniors historically have been hit or miss for me. Some of them are just too hot. They're hot for the sake of being hot. And this one comes in at one hundred and twenty eight point four proof. Uh, rumor has it it's eight years and of course another uncut unfiltered bourbon um the four roses is cut but it's not filtered so um you know we'll, we'll see how that one plays out and then the winner of that matchup will play the winner of the two seed which is the wild turkey masters keep cornerstone rye so this is the second rye in the field uh, not only did we put that uh, kind of lower seated uh, Old Forester in, we're also putting a, a premium product from Wild Turkey. Uh, this one comes in at 109 proof, which is cash strength, uh, nine year age statement, but some of the literature said it had uh, stock up to 11 years in it. And this is another uncut, unfiltered at 52% uh, rye. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard that Matthew McConaughey picked out this exact he, bottle. He loves this bottle. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. <laughs> and then uh, that's going against the 15 seed, which is kind of a wild card. Uh, this is the only one that's not like uh, something that's come out in the past year. It's uh, gotten back on Dylan's radar recently. I want to mm -hmm. give it another shot. So we're putting this down here in the, in the 15 slot. Uh, a high rye product from Jim Beam. The old granddad, not our favorite bottled in bond, but the 114 proof. Uh, which mm -hmm. was almost discontinued several years ago, but came back with a vengeance. Um, so this is a this is an interesting matchup. We have two high rye bourbons, um, a rye whiskey, and then that Stag Junior, which is the only Buffalo Trace product to make the field this year. This one's going to be interesting. I mean, I like I worry about the the old granddad going up against a, a actual true rye. Because that 114, like if you talk to anybody, they'll tell you that like that 114 is just straight fire. So <laughs> that up against a true rye gives me a little pause, but I'm a big fan. I think that's a good one just to sip on the rocks. 
Um, it's, I have a bottle that I'm getting ready to go through here pretty soon, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think that'll be, that'll be a fun bracket. Yeah. I'm really curious to see how the stag junior stacks up because I myself have not been a fan of stag junior. Uh, and then recently it's been getting a lot of accolades. I think, especially with, uh, the George T stag this year, not being anyone's favorite really. Uh, so that might be a wild card that comes into play, but the, the, the Masters keep Cornerstone rides something I'm really behind, if you will. <laughs> yeah. I'm, no, I haven't, I haven't seen that bottle. So yeah, I'm, I'm curious about a, that. A hell of a presentation. Uh, you know, all the Masters <laughs> teams, they, they come in kind of uh, vinyl boxes and they've got a really heavy cork at the top. Um, it's a it's an impressive bottle of booze and definitely one of my favorites of the past year. I'm glad glad that we were able to put it in the field by kind of uh, allowing rise in this year for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. No more discrimination in the Sour Mash 16. It's only it's only 52 percent rye. Yep. Just, you know. It's a, oh, so barely. Yep. As opposed yeah. to that uh, for that old Forester, which clocked in at 65 percent. This is a, a Kentucky a true Kentucky rye. We're we're amping ourselves up to like a pure rye. One of, maybe next year. Maybe next year we'll let them in. It's they're the mulat they're the mulattoes of, of rye whiskey. Bullet, bullet Ryan. <laughs> so that's the field. Wait, um, Andy's mom could pick out a bullet rye out of any sort of blonde tasting <laughs> known to man. It's her favorite whiskey. Why did that 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 kind of like sounded like a your mama joke? You're like Andy's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Your mama <laughs> loves rice so much. <laughs> she could pick one out of a blind taste. <laughs> We've reached our peak. We have. <laughs> We've um, done it. So I want to want to get your all's kind of quick quick takes on on the on the bracket here. Uh, early favorites, maybe a Cinderella story that you think can make a deep run. Something with a double digit seed that you think might win a couple of games. Um, thoughts. I mean, who who are you picking right now? Uh, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm 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 looking at that uh, the Knob Creek. I'm a big Knob Creek fan, so I'm I'm thinking that that might be able to slip in, um, just especially because Chad helped pick it out. I mean, he's he he knows what he's doing, um, and so any any sort of pick that he comes up with, I'm like, all right, like you yeah you you have this figured out. Uh, I'm pretty curious about that old blue ribbon too, um, just for the fact that it seems super interesting. Uh, and then I wouldn't be surprised if Barrel didn't make a, a strong showing because every barrel that I've tried, every barrel bourbon that I've tried has been phenomenal. So, yeah, this is going to be interesting. There's a lot of stuff that I don't know. Yeah. I haven't tried all of them myself, but I think the Larceny really struck me. It's one of my favorites of the ones that I have tried. So it's, uh, what is it, a 13, 14? 13 up against mm-hmm. the Little Book in 13. round one. So I think that could go far. And then I also, I'm going to push for this. I can't push for it. I can only vote for it, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to get this stag junior through because uh, I haven't liked it, but I think they're, they've changed something about it to the point where it's pretty tasty. Well, it's, it's going to be up to your palate because you're going to be tasting these blind. Um, you'll have to get Kelly to mix them up for you or something. Uh-oh. <laughs> 
We've got, might need we've, that. we've got a tried and true blind tasting method that involves paper plates, um, sharpies, <laughs> yep. and and cups. So like we can Dixie cups. What's that? Are we using Dixie cups? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. We if you need glass. to. So I'm so Dylan. I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna bring you um, all of the samples probably okay. tomorrow, along with okay. a case of those uh, those glasses. Make sure you light all them down first. Yeah. I was gonna say, just drop them off at the front door, and I'll just pick them up. We'll go from. We'll talk through the door. Okay. But I can't. I can't let you in. <laughs> I'm clean, man. I've been. I stole. A, I stole a giant thing of hand sanitizer from my office last week. I went to go pick up. Um, pick up my monitors, and I saw this hand sanitizer just sitting there, and it's like, oh man, zombie apocalypse! I gotta loot this place. So I. Took, you gotta have it. Yeah. So I, I took the hand sanitizer. We didn't have any here. We really needed it. Um, I told everybody at work. They seemed okay with it. But I'm, so I'm treating make, this like the happening. Have you guys ever seen that movie? I'm gonna make my own. Ooh, there you go with the with the white dog from Buffalo Trace. That's the way to do it, Quincy. You just mix that with aloe vera. Yeah, there you go. What were you saying, Don? Sorry. <laughs> no, I was just saying I'm tr- I'm treating this like the happening. Have you guys ever seen that? That M M Night Shyamalan. Awful movie. Yep. Hey, it's the trees, man. They're coming after us. <laughs> Is that the one where they, they make everybody commit suicide? Yeah, yeah. With Marky yeah. Mark. Got a, Marky Mark yeah. and yeah, and Zoe De Chanel, I think. So you don't don't uh, fall in front of a lawnmower and let it run over you. Yeah, she's that, that's a bad movie. That's why I can't let right you above, right above the village and right below signs. <laughs> Just sandwich right in between. Signs, man. I, I like signs a lot. Yeah. Signs is a solid movie. I like the village, but I'm I'm in the I'm in the minority there. I was a fan. I guess the twist of the village during the opening credits. They did not do What? It. No, you didn't. I swear to God. Ask Blake Owen. We were at the movies together. And I said, ah. I said this is in modern times. <laughs> so you ruined the entire movie in the credits. Yeah. Well, I, didn't, I was a guess. I didn't know for sure. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good guess. All right. So well, my picks. Yeah. My pick to win it all is the Wild Turkey Masters Keep Cornerstone Rye. That's a solid product. I think it's going to come out of the Anderson County region. Uh, probably walk through there relatively easily. Um, the I, I haven't had the Stag Junior, admittedly, and, and Quincy's obviously advocating for it, so maybe that's going to be a tough out. But I like that Wild Turkey. And then um, you guys already mentioned it, but I like that uh, the, the 13-seed barrel-proof Larceny. Uh, I'm picking that to go to the Final Four. I think that's coming out of the Louisville region. There you go. Man, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a true experiment this time. Like, there's... That's a so, yeah, social so, yeah. experiment and staying inside and drinking whiskey. Yep. Woohoo! There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing I think that, that, like... Well, Andy can't do this, but I think there would be something to be said. Like if Quincy and I, like we said, you know, Kelly, Kate, like it's it's your turn for this round. Like you all get to do the to do the blind tasting. I'm all for that. I know Kate would be. I don't know, but I don't know if Kelly's down to drink a little bit of bourbon. Uh, you have to ask her. You <laughs> <laughs> might think this is all dumb. <laughs> so you can get on board. It's for it's for science. Yeah. Exactly. and people's entertainment <laughs> all right so we can, we can wrap this up we've got the field i'll uh the the bracket will be posted on social media we're going to put this mm-hmm. out there hopefully people will listen to it uh it'll yeah. fill somewhat of a void that's been left by basketball which i'm still mourning over uh but we'll, we'll knock this out in the next couple of weeks i mean we ain't got mm-hmm. shit to do 
So <laughs> that's true. Let's just do single it. thing. Not a single thing, but no, this this will be exciting. So I hope that everybody follows along with us. Um, while you're at it, give us a good like on all of our social media pages. So at Sour Mash Tours, where you can find us. Um, unfortunately, right now, given the fact that we're all shut-ins, right, I would say book a tour with us. But hey, maybe book a tour with us in the fall. We're yeah. gonna hope that we're able to emerge from our cocoons in the fall and be even better tour company that we are. So uh, already are. So that's www.sourmashtours.com. Uh, follow along with us. This is going to be fun. In the in the time of cholera and not being <laughs> able to go outside, um, this might be a good way to uh, to waste an hour or two just kind of drinking along while we're drinking and riffing. So, yeah, we appreciate you all. All right. And with that, Quincy. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers.